Hi guys, welcome to the Hex Podcast. It's season three, episode nine. I'm here with my long-standing client and friend, Annabelle. <laughs> um, I train her and her husband. I uh, have been for the last five years, mm-hmm. maybe six years. Yeah, nearly She's six. been on and off since... Um, I trained you when you were pregnant with your first? No, so I was pregnant uh, on mat leave with my second. Okay. So who's now nearly six. There you go. Um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about... Um, well, a bit about Annabelle's lifestyle, juggling um, a busy, successful career, two kids. Uh, her husband also trains a lot with me and their home gym. And a bit about just um, about staying positive in training and a bit of stereotypes of women and just all things fitness and life. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Cool. Um, so we're going to go firstly a bit about a brief history on your fitness type and frequency, so over to you. Yeah, so um, hi everybody, I'm Annabelle O'Connor. I'm a general counsel, so that means I manage the legal team for a Japanese pharmaceutical company. Uh, So lead a team of about eight lawyers across sort of eight European countries. Uh, So it's a bit full on and I have two little girls, eight and five. And my fitness is really kind of, I think it it has been a journey. Um, I was not good at sport at school so I think actually when I first kind of came across the idea of fitness it took me a long idea to kind of get used to the idea that exercise could be fun and something enjoyable rather than freezing to death on like lacrosse pitches or netball or anything like that because I was never good at team sports. Was that school run wasn't it? Yeah everyone dreaded dreaded and like doing cross-country runs and all that kind of stuff so it wasn't until I was probably into my 20s that I really discovered that fitness was something that I would actually enjoy. Um, what did you discover, was that? So I think like sort of spin, so spin, like, yeah. yeah, got into spin and kind of a bit of, um, really it was mostly cardio, like I didn't yeah. do that much resistance to begin with. And What know, spin was it in, like local gyms? Local gy- like-, like local gyms, so I actually used to belong to the Virgin Active yeah. uh, down in Clapham, Old Town. That's and where so, I started. Yeah, which is where you started, uh, which is how um, our lovely joint friend Claire introduced yeah. you to me. Um, and then really kind of got more into weightlifting, actually the older I got, um, and then I changed jobs. So for a long time, my job was outside of London. So I used to have to commute out every day. Um, and so to manage the commute, cause it was at least an hour in the car, I'd get up early and go to the gym before work. And that's right. when I started getting back into seeing a personal trainer, yeah. um, and kind of get putting more weights in and everything else, but really, uh, Covid obviously then hit, yeah. um, and um, my PT, my old PT was really good and gave me like a program to follow in the garden. So that's nice. when we first started building the home gym, and then now it's really a mixture of the homework you give me. He's really horrible, yeah. not a recommend. Um, and cardio, so do a lot of peloton, try and do some running as well. Um, I'm very much a fair weather runner, so like if it's cold and dark in the winter, I don't I don't go running outside that yeah. much. But I do exercise outside in our home gym is in, just in our garden under a sort of nice. a gazebo all year round. So with Annabelle's programme, she um, comes to me at, normally on a Monday, even though it's a Friday today, but normally she comes on a Monday morning at nine, and that's a session A that we do together. Uh, we do kind of concentrate a bit of Olympic lifting, don't we? Mm-hmm. And then a bit of um, kind of bodybuilding work, and then finishing on a bit of a finisher, which involves either boxing or some sort of kind of CrossFit-based me- metabolic conditioning. Yeah. Um, and we mix it up. so quite challenging and then from Tuesday to Sunday she has set homework I think it's four homeworks uh, three. three you, you plus three yeah plus three 
Um, so at home, she does things like um, she got barbell, box, dumbbells. Um, yeah, so, so similar to what we're doing, the, yeah, TRX. Things doing the class are just a, a progressive program, isn't it? Yeah. Normally over 12 weeks. Yeah, so normally over 12 weeks. So, yeah, so, so kind we're of. We're on week an, 10. We're on week 10, yeah, because I missed, missed, missed a couple of weeks because of nice. uh, <laughs> illness. Um, but, yeah, so we're on week 10 compared to everybody else here on week 12, I think. Nice. Um, quick question in terms of um, all the main theme of this podcast is your lifestyle balance. Yeah. So, how, how do you juggle busy work, kids? and fitness um it's a juggle definitely it's um i think it's one of those things that really helps to have a supportive partner so Mm. both kevin and i both really committed to fitness and the reason we're extra committed to fitness is because actually it's how both of us manage our mental health so um for me you know the weeks that i don't have time to work out i can tell that my mental health is much worse So um, we basically, we split it 50-50. So Kevin is a general counsel as well. So yeah. we both have high, high stress, high demanding jobs. But how we do it is that um, he gets the girls up in the morning. Cause obviously that was the pattern from when I used to leave home at yeah. sort of about 5.30. So he does the breakfast mm. and the sort of the school run. So I tend to work out in the morning. I also prefer to train on an empty stomach. So that works better for me. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he tends to work out in the evening. So um, so I'll do bedtime and cook dinner. And so we just, we, we juggle it basically. So it's kind of making sure that both of us has mm. the space to do it. I mean, we're both lucky that we're senior enough now that we have a bit of freedom when it comes to kind of setting our own um, work timetable. So obviously like nine o'clock on a Monday is technically part of my working week, but like I work a bit later on a Monday to kind of counterbalance the fact that I, you know, start a bit later on Monday. So I think if I understand this correctly, you formed a quite a good habit in terms of uh, routine. Yeah, no, no. And that's re- kind of cemented your, yeah. your consistency. Yeah, that so that's the thing. So like for me, it's definitely routine. Um, and it's something that kind of, I think because of having the kind of the structure of my working day when I was in the office five Mm. days a week, um, I used to work out every day. So not always high intensity. Sometimes it was swimming, sometimes it was spinning, sometimes it was weights, just depending on what was going on. Um, I I continued that into Mm. COVID and continued that. I had a bit of a dip when I had some health issues with, um, which meant I had sort of kind of nausea. So it meant that like working out and particularly high intensity just wasn't working. But once that kind of, once I learned how to manage Mm. that, then it was kind of back to it. So for me, it's very much like get up, get get training and then whatever happens the rest of the day, it's it's done. and you know, start your day on a high kind of thing. Well, I say high, sometimes it's a high, it depends on how hard your homework is. <laughs> so in terms of that, when you kind of get up, like a lot of people in UK, probably like over 80% who don't train, mm. um, what would your tip be in terms of getting up in the morning and not wanting to train or, do you ever have that feeling not wanting to train? Oh or yeah. Did, did you? Or? Oh no, definitely. Like, I mean, I think it's one of those things that like where, you know, where you're tired, I mean, it is setting, mm. you know, setting the intention. And sometimes it is, you know, sometimes you do have to listen to your body and if it's just mm. like, you know, today is going to be more of a, a slog, a, a slog yeah. or, you know, or if you really aren't feeling well, then it's like, well, I'll do some stretching mm. or do some yoga. So it's just con- kind of continuing to create the space. So even if like last week when I had a chest infection, so I wasn't doing such intense training. You adapted. I adapted. Yeah. So like I was doing more low intensity stuff on the peloton or kind of continuing to work on my mobility, even if yeah. I couldn't do the sort of the hard you know the hard more hardcore stuff it's the main thing i'm kind of hearing is your discipline so yeah. a bit like me as i well, like most people who are a regular fitness goers are disciplined yeah 
So Some people say, oh, comes easy to you, you're a morning person or you're a, yeah. you're a fitness person, but we've ingrained that over the years. Yeah, so it's definitely, it's kind of almost muscle memory. Um, so it's just it, it ingrained that like, I, you know, I get up and mm. I do exercise and the days that I, I can't because I've you know, got to go to the office or anything like that, it does actually kind of almost feel slightly like your mm. my day's slightly out of whack. So um, it, it is, I mean, I think there is a discipline in it, but for me it's, it's also force of habit. So, I mean, yeah. like I think once you get through the tricky bit is always setting the routine and then getting, getting used to it. Mm. But if you can keep it for like the first, I say month, and then it I becomes. It, I, I mean, I think it's two or is sixty it, days. Sixty to days form a habit, yeah. Yeah, to form a like like a lifelong yeah. habit. But yeah. I can certainly say your first month is usually the hardest. Mm. Um, and I mean, you know, there's a degree of flexibility to it. So, like, if I, if for example, I know I'm going out on a Thursday night, I'm probably not going to want to lift yeah. heavy on a Friday morning. So then I might switch Push the days back. around or yeah. like do, so lift heavy on a Thursday and yeah. then do cardio on a Friday or whatever. So it's just kind of having that knowledge that I want to work out. So that flexibility to go yeah. around your lifestyle. For yeah, example, absolutely. like some comes up the kids that you can't train, then you kind of have yeah. To, so you have to you ha- kind of have to, you have to accept that. Don't you have you? to accept it. Like it's not you know you know I'd love to mm. say that you know there are some weeks that I can train seven days a week and you know four mm. four weight sessions three cardio and I, you know that's a great week mm. training wise. But there are other weeks like this week where I've had like work commitments and everything else where I train Monday, I'll train today, I'll train on Saturday and Sunday, but like it has a chunk in the middle of the week kind of thing. Um, so in terms of like, we talked about consistency, but like your training, your focus, um, obviously I give you sort of your path or your mm. direction in terms of your fitness, but in terms of um, your focus throughout the year and keeping motivated, what would you say your main things are? So I think the main thing for me is really that it's the the mental health benefits mm. for me for exercise basically is what keeps me really committed. Like I am, um, it's taken a long time and I think a lot of women my age uh, you know, when it comes to the expectations that were given to us mm. when we were younger about looking a certain way or being a certain so way, stereotypes, stereotypes yeah, yeah. and you know what it what it means to be a woman and all this kind of stuff means that um, you know you can have a really uneasy mm. relationship with your body. So like I try not to do it that it's losing X amount of weight or fitting you know uh, you know fitting into this dress or whatever. So for me, it's that it helps my mental health and that I feel stronger doing it. So for me, one of the high points of training with you, I think was, you know, I was 40 last October. Um, Phil and I were like working on, he was like, you know, I came, when I came back to Hex, having had a, a break, um, you were like, what's your goal? And I was like, oh, well, we want to be able to deadlift 100 kilos, on, you know, by the time yeah. I'm 40. And we did it on my 40th birthday. And I nice. think there's a silly video somewhere in the ether of me like dancing around yeah, the gym yeah. being That's like... That's what it's all about. <laughs> I got it kind of thing. You call it little wins, but it's not really little win because yeah. everyone sees a little win on a day, but it's been a lot of yeah. preparation, a lot so, of hard work yeah. to get there. So. so I think that's the thing for me. Like it's not... And I think that's one of the best things about getting stronger and lifting weights is that it's not about, um, you know, when you, you know, when you when you nail a snatch or when you like lift you know really heavy for the first time or you know I think for ages I used to struggle with getting my elbows in the right position for front squats and stuff and when you finally nail it you're like it's just the best feeling. It's a bit like when you're at school and you're trying to learn like the I know how to work out the pie child yeah and you suddenly get it and it's like you're like yes so yeah so like the you know still very much on the journey with Olympic lifting because it tests my coordination but like I think you know, that for me mm. is one of the real benefits of 
I mean, not only physically of weight training in that, like, I am stronger and fitter and I can, you know, if Jess, my youngest, decide, yeah, it's just the whole. So, like, it's so mindset. Yeah, mindset. And I think for me, it's just the fact that it's, you have something that's very tangible, if mm. that makes sense, in terms of wins. So, like, you can be like, you know, you can look at your progress and be like, well, you know, I was deadlifting at this and now mm. I can deadlift at that. And now I can, you know, now I can do... You know, the, the 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 white whale for me is a chin up, right. so we'll, we'll get there in the end. But well, I think the best thing about fitness and about your goals is that you yeah. can't buy it. No, you have to earn it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it shows in terms of like your 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 weights and your progress in the fitness. And yeah, that, that's why it's just so rewarding. Isn't yeah, it? so that's the thing. So like for me, like the fact that I can, you know, go for a run, lift this, do that. Like I feel stronger and fitter. Like I can, you know, it. it that for me is the is the true benefit. Like it's mm. not, and I think that that was a real, I think divorcing fitness away yeah. from kind of you know how you look and what what yeah. your body type is. It's was like a kind really of a, a very strong misconception or a very strong stereotype of women that they come in here and say I don't want to look big though. Yeah. And I think and it's, it's yeah. I think people think that you do lift a few weights and you'll suddenly look like a CrossFit champion. Yeah. And you're like and, you won't. Yeah, and you can also like alter the way you train to not. Have if you don't really don't want to have like not get big traps because it's very hard to get big yeah. traps but like slightly bigger than you would have or with a bit of definition there you can just work around it in a way. oh yeah absolutely but like also and I mean you know given I lift weights four times a week mm. um, you know it's not you know there is definition there's you know but there and but it's not like I've suddenly become shredded yeah. because also I still really like my food and I still drink wine so that's yeah <laughs> that's why we train and that's why we train I always say to people if I didn't train as much as I do because I lot eat a lot of food. I'd be uh, not in the shape I am now, but that's your job. So. Yeah, my job. Um, what areas do you struggle with in terms of your your fitness, or is there any sort of dis- discipline, or could be food, could be um, anything that kind of is detrimental to? Yeah, us? I mean, I think the, the biggest one for me is probably sleep. Like, yeah. I'm not a good okay, sleep. Yeah. I'm not a good sleeper. Um, I never have been. Um, it's you know, it's it's a bit better now. I work full time and have two children that you know make sure you, you, Do you find you train your sleeps better yeah no no the yeah. sleep's definitely better when I train but like it's not um, it's not a quick so I you know it was um, I had a mental health crisis um, in 2019 yeah. so I kind of got signed off sick from work with stress like I was going through some stuff um, with my old boss and that for me was the first time I realized probably I'd been living with generalized anxiety disorder my entire life, but I'd never really put two and two together. Yeah. It was always like, oh, I'm a bad sleeper. And it was um, one of my mates, Claire, who was just like, well, of course you have anxiety, Annabelle, that's what your insomnia is. And it was like this absolute light bulb moment that I'd never kind of put them together. Yeah. It was always just me. I think your body's very yeah. clever at telling you if something's yeah. wrong. And sleep is like, yeah, sleep is, is the thing. Yeah, sleep is the thing. So sleep is the thing. So for me, it's very much like, um, how I sleep, when I sleep, so trying to kind of create that, and it with the, I'd probably say it's probably the biggest casualty of like the work work life juggle because if you, because of how we, you know, when I train, when Kevin trains, eating to get, you know, yeah. when and after the children have gone to bed, that's like the one piece after he's finished training and we're eating dinner, that that's our one time piece of time to be together. So we tend yeah. to go to bed probably a, a little bit later than we should because that's the time to spend together and also to wind mm. down and to kind of step back from the, the juggle. Um, 
and I read a lot, so I'm a massive bookworm, and so there's always the danger that I get to one more chapter or kind of like near the end of a book, and that can push bedtime out. So we're trying to kind of be a little bit better about going to bed at like sort of a certain time. Discipline again, it's discipline again. All lives about discipline. Yeah, and that's the thing. So it's kind of consistency. So like it's you know struggle with sleep. So I think sleep's probably one of the biggest things when it comes Mm. to like you know probably one of the barriers when it comes to sort of healthy lifestyle. And obviously the tired you are, the more poor food choices you make. So I'm very much like typical emotional eater. So if I'm like stressed, then I'll be like, I'll just eat cookie or do whatever. So. you know, so it's kind of setting up for success. So we try and do it that, you know, obviously living in London, you've got the added temptation of kind of being able to deliver stuff if you're really a lot like... A distractions, isn't Yeah, it? a lot of distractions. So if you're kind of like, oh, I'm really knackered, mm. I can't be bothered to cook, well, just deliver some noodles. And that's automatically like an extra thousand calories that you didn't necessarily need to do. So we try and set ourselves up for success in terms of doing some food planning and yeah. like having some easy things in the freezer that we can just stick in the microwave and stuff. you guys, when you're all together, the kids are to bed, having that cooking time together is quite a nice little... Yeah, it was just quite nice. And so, but, and that mostly though is on a, that's just over the weekend because usually what happens is that that's the trade-off is that I do most of the cooking because mm. Kev's outlifting, but that's because I've done, he's done the morning. So that's okay. I think the main point I'm trying to make with all these questions is to people who say they haven't got enough time to train yeah and you make time to train so that makes you more energetic for the rest of your life yeah and that's the thing so I mean I think it's a crossover so I mean I think it's one of those things it is difficult and there are you do have to make choices about what you know what your priorities are but I think it's one of those things that you know you can you can always fit it in it's just a question of you know knowing that some days it's going to be 20 minutes or half an hour and some days you can do like mm. an hour or whatever but it's kind of making sure that you carve out at least that little bit of time um, but I would say it's kind of looking at your day and kind of creating the, the shape for it like I'm not naturally a morning person but after 10 years of having to get up I mean first for work then with kids then you know now it, it helps to have that kind of you know so I know now that I'm better when I've done it first thing in the morning because then it, then other stuff can't um, like go in kind of thing yeah <laughs> so that's right it's distracting then I was just checking it's it like, there it was yeah. still working <laughs> um, so we've talked a bit we talked about that already um, so yeah in terms of setting your goals going forward um, what are your goals to, to, to the end of the year so it's the end of the year halfway through are we we're yeah halfway through now so um it's funny really so i think one of the big ones is going to be um yeah still that elusive chin up (laughs) working on that um but i think you know i'd love to be able to sort of maybe not by the end of this year but one of them is to get up to 100 kilos for a back squat um and really it's just kind of continuing to have that you know just i mean still continue i mean yeah. I think some of the Olympic lifts as well. Like yeah. I think trying to get those a bit more. I think they've come along. They come, lot, on, yeah, come on, yeah, come on a lot. But I think yeah. that's one of the most uh, frustrating but satisfying yeah. movements because yeah. like so many people look at it and they they can tell it's hard work. When you first yeah. start, it's just mobility, it's um, technique, and it can get quite frustrating. But oh, when yeah, you're getting it, it's so rewarding. Yeah, so it's so rewarding. So like I think you know being able to kind of you know because there's definitely there's only so far you can go with Olympic lifting when you're brute forcing it. So like, if you don't, if you can't nail the tech, you know, I think so there are some, I would say I'd hit like a ceiling 
in terms of I can I'm strong enough to just get through it without having the proper technique whereas actually sometimes it's you know we, when we go back and we unpick it it means that I'll not be able to go heavier so like I know that I can probably go heavier on a clean than I am at the moment but I haven't quite got the the you know I'm not as quick as going yeah. under the bar as I want to be kind of thing so yeah, I think by Christmas this will come a long way because yeah. we do a lot of focus on that, don't we? Yeah, we do. And, that, and that's the thing. So I mean, I think for me, it's it's just continuing to be stronger. Yeah. I mean, I reckon, and we've got testing week in two weeks, yeah. so I reckon my deadlift will be up to like 105 or 110. Um, so that's 10% better than, than it was last year and, and stuff yeah. like that. I think also um, this year we've Hex introduced a um, seasonal champs. Yeah, that's So was I think fun. everyone really enjoyed it. So um, Anna Bowen and her husband Kevin... Uh, got involved with that one. Yeah, we um, did. Later out in line, and <laughs> yeah. it, was, uh, it was always really unfair because I always tra- I trained first thing on a Monday yeah. and he trains in the Monday evening, so yeah. I, I was always setting the score and then he knew exactly what he had to beat, so he really enjoyed was, beating um, me every time. One second, just, just let Charles through. Hey, hey, Did a quick podcast. Anyway, <laughs> that's Charles, our rest, resident <laughs> PT. Um, so in terms of yeah, the next season of champs will be in September. Yeah. So we'll look forward to Yeah, look that. forward to that. But it was really, um, I think it was one of those things, like it's been a really tough year. Like my um, my father passed away a couple yeah. of months ago. So, I mean, training has been a real um, kind of uh, safety net, if yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like this, you know, coming here, having the space, mm. having an hour where it's kind of protected yeah. time. But actually, even despite everything that's happened, um, Kevin and I were so chuffed with how well we did mm. it in the seasonal champs and yeah. kind of just like actually how much it showed both of how both both of us how much fitter we were and still maintained even though sometimes when you're when everything else is getting quite hard and you feel like you've yeah. maybe hit a wall actually doing something like seasonal champs is like oh look I've actually like kept pace with like some really super fit people that's like a respectable school kind of really thing really good yeah yeah it was really well, for, like, the, was for really the next chuffed. one we've got we're going to get like kind of an online live score thing yeah because last time I did it, and it was, wasn't the best for me trying to put everyone's scores and put late scores, and it was a bit of a headache. So yeah, you would basically be like ah maths every but, every week. But yeah, I found this thing online where you will put your scores in, and it would just like be a live like thing, a and it's actually really exciting. So yeah. I know Kevin's like texting me like the workouts as soon as I publish it on like a six a.m. on a Friday. He's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I showed me an Annabelle this and. Kind yeah, of and just like yeah, so we'd but, we'd sit there and obviously they'd come out on a Friday and then we'd yeah. be doing them on a Monday and we'd be like. Oh. I know not everyone's competitive, but I know a lot of a lot of things. It's just it's quite fun to because we all put them in teams and yeah. then we like have a. Yeah, have no, I think no, my, I'm going to be much more tactical this year. I'm not going to tell Kevin what I got when I get back on a Monday morning, yeah. just so he doesn't have something to beat. That's what uh, I just remember. Matt Threadgold, yeah, this yeah. he used to say, right, you do the workout first, and I'll then I'll yeah. know what to beat. And I think that's a bit of a. Mm. A bit of a yeah. head start, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, so I'm just not going to tell him this stuff. Be far more sneaky. Um, how a few more questions? What about in terms of um, training as a a woman? In terms of like your times of month training? Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm lucky. Like I, you know, I have. I mean, you know, obviously it's going through going. You know, you go through so many different changes, mm-hmm. and obviously having trained through two pregnancies and two like postnatal sessions as yeah. well. Um, and then now I think of the joy of probably at some point in the next few years hitting perimenopause and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Um, I think, you know, there are definite days where um, you can, you know, your you have to listen to your body and, and stop. But I'm lucky in that, you know, my, my period's not absolutely crippling. Like yeah. some of my friends definitely are like, you know, when it's 
when it's their, their time of the month, they're literally, they can't because they're just literally yeah. like floored. Um, so I'm able to train through mine, um, which I'm lucky to do. But like, I think again, it's for me, it's kind of recognizing. And I think for a long time, and I think it's something that's kind of really got sort of got mm. different now is actually kind of this idea of kind of listening to your body a bit yeah. more as a woman. I think we're quite often, you know, we were taught you know, it's just something you have to get through. It's just, you know, it's very much kind of shut it down kind of yeah. thing. And this idea of kind of having to be a certain way or look a certain yeah. way or all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, there were huge expectations put on me to be kind of, you know, thinner or, you know, yeah. when I came back from university and it was very much like, oh, you know, there's that, you know, freshman 10 or whatever it is in the US. But that's one thing I'm really determined mm. that like I never talk about it in those terms to my okay. girls. Yeah. So because I want them to see me exercising because I love it yeah. and because it. You're setting a great example, aren't you? To your your, yeah, your I, girls. Yeah, in I terms try. Of working hard, discipline, yeah. training. So yeah, so they. Yeah, so they're basically you know I'm determined that in terms of like the conversations about you know diets and all that kind of stuff it just doesn't happen in front yeah. of them so it's you know if I'm talking about exercising it's mm. because like mummy wants to be strong or yeah. it helps mummy you know helps mummy feel better so, or very careful with your language and kids. very careful with your language and kids and like it's very much like it's you know it's definitely mm. a generational thing and I know a lot of mothers particularly of daughters but I think of, of any mothers but they're really determined that this kind of this generational thing stops. I'm sure we'll yeah. mess up our kids in, in some other way, but like... No one's perfect, are they? No, no one's perfect, yeah, yeah. but like so definitely for me, like having both my grandmother and my mother and, you know, the, and all of their kind of generation yeah. having being like, you should be a certain way, you know, I definitely don't want that to kind of, you know, so the words calories and diet and all that kind have of stuff. Have a relationship with fitness. Yeah, and, and, that's, it, and that's the thing. So like I kind Especially of, in the current side of yeah, social media and yeah, negative I mean, effects that has. Yeah, so yeah, trying to avoid giving field. my girls a phone for as long as yeah. possible. So I've got a little while yet. Yeah, there's always like getting them in, in if they are on, eventually on Instagram, following people who are healthy. Yeah, and that's like, the thing. But also kind of just give, girls and yeah, fitness girls who are actually yeah, empowering and, rather yeah, than... Yeah, and giving them the tools to kind of recognise you know, what's true, what's yep. not. So I think, you know, so they, they see me work out, they see Kev work out so that, you know, they're like, if I'm working out and it's breakfast time, then, yeah. then they're, um, you know, then they'll see me lifting yeah. or doing, you know, doing whatever yeah. quite often on a Saturday. Um, they will be, <laughs> they'll be, you know, wanting to join in and they'll pick up, pick up some of the little weights yeah. or wanting to do that. So, you know, Sophie was, uh, who's my eldest, so she's eight, and um, I was doing deadlifts, and she was like, Mommy, can I try and see if mm. I can pick up that dumbbell? And that's a 10 kilo dumbbell, so that's like a third of her weight. So then she was we were like, no, 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 flat backs, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like bend your legs. I think starting them. Yeah, starting them young. So like, so she kind of like, so she was just like, oh, I'm not doing it. I was like, no, no, you just have to learn, you know, because you know, you can lift it, that's amazing, yeah. but like, you don't want to hurt your back. So it's just like, learn, it's that like another misconception when we were younger, like don't lift weights when you're too yeah. young, you'll stunt your growth. Yeah. Who made that stereotype? Oh, it's completely terrible, rubbish. Yeah. But it, and that's the thing. So, like, you know, both of them can't wait to be big enough to, like, you know, get mm. on the peloton and do, like, fun music classes. But both of them see, you know, when I'm out and I'm yeah. doing doing exercises, then, they'll, you know, they'll be, you know, on and off the bench or doing a, a pretend circuit with, mm. like, you know, over the trampoline or whatever. Because I'm always going about the benefits of strength training. But if you start, the younger you start, the more benefits you'll get. Yeah. And going into an older, like, going into, like, maybe college or uni to do that or going into... <laughs> later life yeah. having strength training experience they'll be in such better position to well that's and that's the thing so like for them you know so the fact that i mean we're really lucky that we have 
you know, a, a garden shed full of yeah. um, toys. Toys, basically, but it means you know that they, but they're interested and intrigued by it, and mm. because they see it, it's just part of their everyday life. Kind and of. And they thing. see you guys. Yeah, and they see us and doing it. They're intrigued, don't they? Yeah, so. and they're intrigued. So, like for them, it's just you know that's what mummy and daddy do, mm. and they enjoy, you know they enjoy it. That's what I think. What me and Chris are very um, enthusiastic about is just trying to a get the aging population to a healthier state, yeah, and then also encourage the younger population yeah. to be the new generation of and, health and fitness. And that's the thing. So I think it's, you know, and I think that one of the big things is I was talking to someone and, oh, I just think I was talking to my mum and she was like, oh, I, you know, well, I'm 70, I couldn't possibly do that. I was like, well, there are plenty of people at the gym who are, you know, start their fitness journeys yeah. at 50, 60, 70. Like it's, you know, that's not, age isn't a barrier. You just kind of have to work, work through it. And certainly when it comes to sort of strength training, I think, you know, there is, you know, obviously now we know all the science about how much better it makes, you know, in terms of like bone health and bone yeah, density yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, I think for me, you know, we were, we were talking, um, so Kev's mum's a, a bit younger than my mum, and we're like, well, that's the aim, right, is to be, you know, because we had our children later, because, you know, we had careers, we chose to get our careers started and everything else, but we still want to be healthy and present and have the energy to run around, you know, should the girls decide uh, they want kids. At the moment, yeah. Jess is saying she wants nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm assuming that's going to change in a while. And being a successful pop star, so... Uh, ambition, then. Ambition. Why not? Oh. Sophie's a fashion designer at the moment. That's the, her goal. Very good. Um, I think actually, um, Joe, who just left, is works for Stella McCartney. So yeah, there you go. Just go and chat to her. Okay, go and chat to her. <laughs> I think I wanted to be a, uh, an architect when I was younger. So. I was really boring. I basically yeah. latched onto being a lawyer when I was the idea of being a lawyer when I was about eleven or twelve. I think somebody made a flippant comment of, "Annabelle, you're really good at arguing. You should be a lawyer." And I was like, "All right then." It's quite funny because we have a lot of lawyers here. Yeah. Uh, I think they need the de-stress quite a lot. Yeah, we do. Weight I mean, training and... Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. It's just like particularly, you know, you have obviously the two different types, in-house and private practice, and um, they're just stressful in different ways kind of thing. And I think also the more senior you get, like, you know, we don't really necessarily have the ability to switch off yeah. because we are meant to be on because we're kind of, you know, we're the one of the last lines of defence for, like, a company and stuff. So the ability to switch off is quite difficult but like so it's quite good when you're here like you can't be on your phone you can't be checking you have just you have to be present mostly because you know you're flinging weights around and yeah doing whatever. nice um so lastly just to kind of summarize the podcast um for a strong female well mother and career career careerist is that the word no <laughs> no idea <laughs> um yeah it just shows that if you've got the right discipline and motivation, then you can yeah. excel in every area of life. Yeah, so I think, I mean, you know, I think sometimes people hear the word discipline and they can be like, that's really scary and yeah. I'm not really disciplined and all this kind of stuff. But half the trick is just making it a habit, habit. and a routine. So for me, it's just mm. that it's, it's just now part of my life kind of thing. But I think when you set that intention, yeah. you, can, you can build it. But it's, it's okay that, you know, I think also for me, it's, fitness isn't meant to be isn't meant to be another stick to beat yourself with mm. so i think you know you and i've had a lot of yeah. conversations because you know i've done quite it's a, not a chore to treat it's, it's not, not everyone can not, can do fitness, not, not everyone so can be. do fitness but equally like it's not meant to be so i'm a big one for i was a big one for to-do lists and kind yeah. of when i couldn't sleep how i'd manage it was writing massive to-do lists mm. and kind of like trying to get it out of my head and onto paper but those lists just became another thing to like yeah beat myself up with so like after a couple of years of therapy and all this kind mm. of stuff is like you know this idea of being 
kind to yourself. So yeah. for me, fitness isn't something that I beat myself up with. It's something that Broad. like is a, is kind of like I can do yeah. this. I can do whatever because I think when you flip that mindset and it doesn't become a oh I have to, it's yeah. a I can do. That helps as well when it comes to setting up yeah. want, have, wanting to be a habit. If that makes sense. Yeah. In your very life, you've got this, you uh, do a lot of gratitude, don't you? journaling try yeah so le- less well. on the journaling yeah. but like more and try and like hold some gratitude in my mm. head and all this kind of stuff but yeah try and be a bit more mindful think, well thanks annabelle no um he's now gonna go and beat me up so i'm gonna I go am. and do a training now <laughs> i think actually the next podcast that kate coach katie is going to do with um beth is actually more about women training around maximizing times of the month and training around that and more of like a elite perspective mm-hmm. um so yeah touch a little bit about that today but that will be more yeah. focused for the next podcast um until then thanks for joining and listening and see you next time